Hey, welcome to Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is with Vincent Roseboom, the drummer of the gospel. Very excited to share this with you. I got a little bit more insight to the band and to Vinny. They have a new album coming out. They're going to be on a new comp, a piece of the beast, which is going to be like a collaboration release of Sunken Temple Records and Tokyo Fist Records. I probably could have focused a little bit more on the projects that are going on, but instead we got a little bit more insight to Vinny and his band, which I think is really the purpose of this podcast, right? So here we go. Vincent Roseboom, Drum of the Gospel. Anarchy to diapers, bitches! Okay. And then we got back together briefly in 2009 for like a year. Okay. Right. And we uh, we were going to record quietly and not like tell anybody or anything. It was just for us. And then our friend Matt got sick or whatever. So he needed money for a new liver. Oh. So we ended up ended up playing shows to make him money. And uh, then we broke up again, and there wasn't wasn't like any like bad breakup or whatever. It was just life got in the way, whatever. And then we got back, shit, nine years later. So what was that? Two two thousand nineteen. Okay, I think it was when we got back, or yeah, something like that. Two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen, and it was because this record label wanted to reissue our album. And at first, it was we just started talking again. We hadn't talked in like eight years, nine years, whatever. Oh. And uh, when the label, we had to talk, you know, because we had to sign like contracts for it, whatever, because they were actually paying us. We'd never been paid before, you know what I mean? Like, so like everyone was like excited about that. And then we talked about recording something. We wanted to record one song. And okay. then that kind of just snowballed into us recording that and a new album, whatever, so, which was cool. You know? Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Do you think, like, um, now that you're a little bit older and you have a family, that uh, you're a little bit more focused to uh, get the band back together, in a sense? Kind of, I guess, you know. You know what it is? is um, It's different now, you know what I mean? Like, like, you're a dad, you know, so, like, your priorities are a lot different, you know, like... The last time we were back together, like, me and my wife weren't together. Like, I was still living, I was living with my parents. I couldn't afford to even move out because between all the music and, like, whatever, I just couldn't, you know. I mean, you know, Long Island's fucking expensive. It was just fucking nutty. So now my priorities are different now that I have her and my two kids, whatever. Like, I can't go on the road, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get me wrong, I would love to, but, like... I don't want to be that dad that's never home. You know what I mean? I want to be, you know, same with Sean. Sean has three kids. I have two, you know, whatever. But it also makes playing a lot more fun. There's no, uh, 
there's no deadlines. There's no, uh, you know, like we have to put something now, blah, blah. Now it's more just for us. You know what I mean? Like we, we play for fun, you know, and we like, we enjoy, you know, playing with each other now. When we first like became a band, it was fun. And like, you know, before like constantly having to tour, constantly have to like worry about writing music and like whatever, like we write a song, we write a song the first and only album we put out, we were writing again, and we wrote something that broke us mentally. You know what I mean? We wrote this song that's very, like, it's like 22 minutes long. Okay. And after that, it was just like, we were shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, we could, we hit a writer's block a little bit, you know, whatever, and then it was just stressing, and then finances get in the way, and, like, whatever, you know? Because, like I said, we go on the road, and we just hemorrhage money, like any other band that, you know... So it wasn't like we were making any money. The last tour we did, we made some money. Like we came back even. We came back, you know. You didn't lose money. A we success. Didn't lose money this time. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was completely balanced out, which is uh, fucking, uh, you know, it, it was just amazing. But then you know, life got in the way and we had to stop. So. All right. Yeah, but it's a lot different now. I'm back to what you were asking. You know, what I mean, like everyone's. It's more mature now. I mean, we're in our fucking 40s now. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't like we're in our mid-20s anymore. So, like, we all got, like, houses now and kids. And now it's not like... I mean, you it's have still a... super important to us, but it's not, like, number fucking one. It ain't like we're thinking we're going to play, like, Madison Square Garden or something. I mean, we didn't think that back then either, but, like, it's even more like that now where we don't think it, you know? It's more fun now. You know. All right. You don't you don't feel like the pressure of trying to make it as a band. Yeah, exactly. What like got you to do like a, a twenty-two minute song? Like, oh man, because like that most hardcore bands like they're not writing a twenty-two minute song. I know, I know. Well, you know what it is is um, I'm a really big Genesis fan, like old school Genesis when they had Peter Gabriel singing, and they have a uh, a song called Supper's Ready. And it's a 20-minute song. And to me, it's like one of the greatest songs ever written. It's my, my favorite Genesis song of all time. It's a fucking masterpiece. And at that point in gospel, we were all listening to Genesis. We were listening to Lamb Lies Down on Broadway on a constant and like whatever. And that's on top of all the hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, So like our main thing was like we want to write this great rock opera thing. You know what I mean? Like that's our, you know... The thinking behind it. The thinking behind it. So it'd be like we'd write a part and then we're like, oh, we can mix it with this other part and then we'd make another part. I'd be like, oh, we can, you know, then it became like one big puzzle. You know what I mean? And then we'd have parts that were like orchestrated jams. You know what I mean? Not like just like, I know jams like the wrong word for it. You know what I mean? But like, you could like extend it or, or cut it or whatever, but it's orchestrated. Like, you know when you're going to change like whatever. So like, it, it, it was a lot of work. It took us six months to write it. Okay. You know what I mean? And that was like constantly playing. You know what I mean? And we were even playing it on the road, whatever, like we'll play like half of it on the road. You know okay. what I mean? And then when we had both half, because we consider it in two major movements, like whatever, that's, dude, it's so stupid. Music talk? Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid to say. But like, we, you know, play in two halves rather than all together then finally we were just playing it all in one shot you know so like if people had any sort of like you know not many hardcore kids want to sit there through a fucking half hour song you know like i can't blame them you know what i mean especially it's not something that hasn't been put out like we never even put it out so 
we'd play and kids would be like, what the fuck is this? You know I mean? No, no one's ever heard it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> literally you're playing for yourself. <laughs> yeah. We're playing it for us, you know what I mean? Which is piss everybody off. You know what I mean? Like, cause like that was another thing too. Like we play shows and like, you know, like, you know, most hardcore bands, they get like a 20 minute set, you know what I mean? Or a half hour set, you know, we'd be like, yo, can we get an hour? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people are like, what? You know what I mean? But like, listen, we, we need, this much time, you know what I mean? Because we play that and then like all our other shit, you know what I mean? Like we go, we could play forever, you know what I mean? Like, but like I said, because we like to play, not because we, you know, it, I mean, we care what other people think, you know, if, you know, we're musicians, of course, you play a show, you want to make sure everyone's happy, but there comes a point during the set where you're like, you just want to play, you know what I mean? So like we wouldn't give a fuck, you know what I mean? So you're kind of like, uh, like a dream theater for hardcore, yeah, like yeah, a I, musician's, musician's I band. Don't, I don't, you know, I don't think we're that talented, you know what I mean? Those, those cats are real talented, you know what I mean? I think we're just like a bunch of, you know, bored. Our problem is, is we all suffer crazy ADD and get real bored real fast. We want to write five, six minute songs. But if I'm going to do that, we're not going to have the same riff over and over and over again you know what i mean like because i'm pretty sure that most hardcore kids are fucking you know they just want to fucking have a fun and you know not sit through that long of a shit but if they're gonna have to sit through that it has to be fucking interesting you know what i mean it's got to be constant changing you know i guess you know also we don't i don't really consider us hardcore because you can't like no one moshes at our show or anything like that. You know, I mean, you always got, every time we play a show, we're lucky we have people like slamming into each other. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know what I mean? They'll <laughs> sing along and shit, you know what I mean? But most of the time they're just standing there watching, which is nice. You know what I mean? We want to put on a show, you know what I mean? Like, we want it, you know, I don't know. It's yeah, I noticed that at the St. Vitus show that you guys did for the re-release of The Moon is a Dead World, that kids don't really slam dance, but they like play air drums to like the changes and stuff. And that's why I said like you're a musicians, musicians band. You know what I mean? Um, were you surprised with the turnout after all these years? We weren't expecting that at all, man. We didn't think it would sell out. Like we really didn't think. We thought like a couple of our friends would show up. I thought we'd play like maybe maybe eighty people. You know, something like that. You know, what I mean, I didn't think we'd. None of us thought we'd sell it out at all you know what i mean so that was kind of like that made us really fucking nervous you know like really nervous you know because like the second to last show we played ever uh -huh. you know what i mean before we like the first time we broke up i think we played in front of like seven people in the living room or like i think it was like no it was like 20 maybe in a living room you know what i mean at our friend derek's house you know and like <laughs> You know, so we were like, there's nobody going to fucking come. No one gives a shit, you know what I mean? But whatever, we'll just have fun. Next thing you know, fucking all these cats came. It was crazy, you know what I mean? To us, you know what I mean? Well, do you think maybe that has anything to do with, like, the internet? Because it's like... I think it does, you know what I mean? Like, our, it's, it's kind of weird because, like I said, when we played, like, we weren't big at all. Like, not even close, you know what I mean? We didn't play to, like anybody but the thing is, is <laughs> you know the fucking the internet kind of like pushed our record more you know what i mean in that scene like the scene of like level playing records and like robotic empire and like all these like underground like screamo bands you know what i mean like city of caterpillar and like all these like envy i mean envy's fucking huge but fucking you know shit like that you know i could name like a million bands but like 
kids would just keep pushing the record on the other people. Now, you know, I guess it, you know, got to a point where a little more cats heard it, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it was nice. Uh, definitely, because, like, when I, like, punch up, like, uh, stuff and I start trying to look for videos, like, I see videos of, like, kids, like, oh... I'm gonna play gospel and like they're gonna show up their drum techniques oh, and they're like yeah, putting yeah. on your band and playing to it. Yeah, That's pretty fucking. Uh, there's this kid uh, I think was his name Mark Serpico. He does a couple of gospel songs and he, I get I fucking hate him. I, I mean I love him. You know I fucking hate him though because he plays it and he makes it look so effortless. The kid's a fucking amazing drummer, but he makes it look so effortless. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I play you know my own shit, I'm dying. You know what I mean like I'm sweating. And I'm like hacking up a lung because I smoke three packs a day, and like, you know, it's fucking crazy. You know, what I mean, it's cool to see that though, man. You know, it's like that to me. That's like the biggest like uh, compliment. You know, like when you when you want to play, like you're a musician. You like, you know, you think about you know when you first start and you're a kid and you're like, I want to play Led Zeppelin songs. You know, what I mean, I want to cover this song. You know, it always starts out like that. Like when you're a kid, you know, you know, you want to play a Nirvana song when you're first playing guitar. You know, yeah. It's easy. You know what I mean? So, but you play it because you like it. Yeah. So having someone actually cover your your, your song is fucking. That's like to me, it's badass. You know, that to me, that's better than playing Madison Square Garden or something. You know, that means you made a mark on somebody. Yeah, yeah. In the smallest capacity, that's the fucking best. You know, I think that's, I could die happy now. You know, that's cool. Mm. And I, and I think I that sounds ridiculous. But. No, no, I think like isn't that like the point of being a musician is yeah. to leave a mark on somebody? Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And now that you actually see a guy on YouTube, like you left a mark at least on him. Oh, like, yeah. cool, exactly. <laughs> someone yeah. gets it. You know what? It, you know what it is now. Now it, it's to the point where like, I want my kids. You know, my two daughters. Alina and Ava, right? Mm -hmm. When they grow up to know that I wasn't just some schmuck that, you know, lifted barrels and got people drunk for a living, you know what I mean? Like, drove a truck, was just a mule, you know what I mean? Like, I tried to do, I tried to do something more, you know what I mean? And if they see that, that'll make me, you know, happy. I just want them to be proud. I mean, it was about, like, impressing, trying to impress other people. Now I want to impress them. You know what I mean? Like, see what daddy did? Daddy at least did this. You know, it may not have been anything big. You know what I mean? But it's special to daddy, and hopefully you will think so, too. You know, that's what I'm hoping, you know, because... Yeah. yeah, no, I, I totally relate, because, like, once I uh, gave up... Um, I gave up, but uh, decided to move on from tattooing, and then kind of slid into, like, this depression, because I just... Like you said, now I'm just a laborer. Like, yeah. fucking, I don't want to be just a laborer. And then that kind of spawned the podcast. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to show my son that I'm always trying to do something creative and something yeah. like, like, just keep doing, trying in life, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Like, oh, you did, you did way more than just work, sleep, try to have a conversation with your son. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's people end up falling into that that life trap you know what i mean where it's just like they're they work all day they're too tired to fucking do anything else you know what i mean and like it's so easy to you know this it's so easy to fall in that like me like i have a hard time doing anything after work during the week you know what i mean i work 60 plus hours in five days i'm shot you know what i mean 
And sometimes on the weekend, I can't even think straight. Like, you saw me when I first came here. I'm like, I fucking need coffee. You know, it's 12.30 in the afternoon. I should be fucking wide awake. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fucking nuts to me, you know? But, like, you know, they, they fall into that trap of losing sight of what they really love. And thinking they don't have time when you you make time. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It, it, it Yeah, and it takes sacrifice because, like, right now, like, you could be hanging out with your son. But yeah. you're doing this because, but this ain't, like, you know, an all-day thing. You're doing whatever. You're setting aside an hour to do what you love and to make what you love work. You know what I mean? So it's more than you don't fall into that depression of all I do is work a shit fucking job to pay bills and be miserable. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, I think that's the worst fucking thing. That's when you know you're just a fucking mule, a slave. That's yeah. it. You know. No, what absolutely. I mean? that, like, you know, you're a, a fucking union man like me. You know, what I mean, our life is nothing but fucking work. You know, what I mean, but you got to figure out a way of not making it all about work. I mean, you got to care about your union. You got to care about your job. But it can't be fucking everything, you know what I mean? Like, uh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. to me, it's a, it's a, you know, the way our system is set up, it's a pyramid scheme, Ooh. and I'm at the bottom of the fucking pyramid, so it's you know, uh, there's only so much I'm willing to sacrifice when you're at the bottom of the pyramid. Like, yeah. hey man, you're the one making the big bucks at top. You figure it out, <laughs> you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, you know. And I'm not gonna take the work home with me. That's that's your job, you yeah. know. And. Uh, you know, I, I do an honest date. I believe in working hard and having, you know, a work ethic and, and all that stuff. But I'm not going to um, make that uh, my identity to to go down like a whole crazy route. Like, I think that's like the trap of America and like the idea of freedom. And then like they promote this whole thing like American hardworking. We work. And it's yeah. like, OK, but what about like doing things that are important to you? And I'm not saying, like, don't work, but, yeah. I mean, there's other countries don't where... Don't work yourself into an early grave, you know. There mean? you go. You know, and I'm not even talking physically either. I'm talking mentally, where all you do is work because that's all you fucking know after a while. You know yeah. what I mean? That's huh. when you're just a fucking mindless slave, you know yeah. what I mean? And then... You do your work, like you said, you don't bring it home. You come home... Your dad, yeah. you know what I mean? You're 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 back to being fucking Dan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not fucking oh employee number fucking one thirty three <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? You're fucking Dan. You know what I mean? I'm AKA Dad. I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to do my podcast. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't you know I, me. I could be Vinny. I go home. I hang out with my kids. I go play in a band. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to be that guy who, as soon as he retires, he dies because he made his whole life work. Damn, retirement just sounds fucking so nice. You know? <laughs> so nice. Never, I'll never see it, but I can't, you know, it's nice to dream about it. No way, man. Uh, I'm a little bit more optimistic a about bit it. more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in my 20s, I never thought I'd make it to 30. Yeah. And then in my 30s, halfway through, I realized that I'm probably going to make it to 40s. Yeah. So now I'm like, ah, I'll probably make it one day. I guess. Doesn't that make it a lot scarier? You'd be like, yo, I could have, if I didn't spend years thinking I was going to drop dead within that decade, you know, I could have been doing so much more to make the 40s way better. <laughs> you know what I mean?
So Vinny, I ran into you at a kid's party, and I think this is the first time it dawned on me that you might have social anxiety. Um, so do, do you have social anxiety? Horrible social anxiety. I, I, I fucking, I get, I got a, uh, an anxiety slash panic disorder. I get real bad with it. Not like real bad. Like, I used to get fucking hammed up. You know, I mean, just so I could fucking hang out and, like, talk to people. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta be a little bit whatever. And I don't really drink anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, now it's even worse. You know what I mean? So, I have a hard... If I don't know nobody... And it's weird, too. Like, I guess coming from fucking someone has to play in front of people. But, like, I get that way every time I play. Every single time. Like, not there's not one show that I've ever been like completely comfortable with i always get the shakes i always get really fucking nervous you know what i mean where i want to hide you know what i mean like i always always been that way you know what i mean but now it like functions like that i knew nobody you know what i mean like i have to go there because my kid was invited you know <laughs> you know the deal uh-huh. and then i got i thought it was a drop-off party you know where you drop them all, you come back and pick them up, and it turns out it wasn't. So I was like, "Fuck!" You know what I mean? So I'm sit- I grabbed the seat that was the furthest away from everybody. I figured I'd just hang out, I'll watch my little munchkin run around. But it was just like then I have other cats talking to me, and like I'm not good with that. Like I'm very, uh, I-, I have a hard time with that. So when I saw you and you were hanging out with me, like I was like, "Oh, this is fucking great, man." <laughs> You know, I mean, it really was like a huge fucking relief for me because, like, I I just won't talk to nobody. I'm very, I got a very tight knit friendship, like friend group. You know what I mean? We've all known each other for fucking thirty years. You know what I mean? You know everybody, Matt, Sean Miller. We've all been tight forever, for years. You know what I mean? Like, four. I was fourteen when me and Matt became friends. Same with Sean. You know, some of my other friends, since we were fucking 11, you know what I mean? We're in our fucking 40s now, you know what I mean? But it's always been like that. It's more like a family. Mm-hmm. So I'm very territorial with that, just out of the anxiety shit, you know what I mean? I'm not good with, like, having new people around. I'm, you know, distant with it, you know what I mean? Because, like, I guess I don't know if it's a trust thing or, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's all about loyalty. Like, every one of my friends, right... And I know this might sound horrible, but, like, we've been through so much, whatever, that to me, like, it's kind of like everyone proved something to each other. You know what I mean? Proved the, the, the friendship. You know what I mean? Like, anyone knew, I'm like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, not in like a, but not in a standoffish way. Just like, uh, yeah, well, I don't really trust you yet. You know Let's see what I mean? happens with this guy. Yeah, that's just my my. Like more like you don't want to invest any time in someone if they're not going to be around. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like I know everybody I'm with right now. Like I'm gonna see till I'm dead. I know they're all gonna be around and will be around for this whole existence. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard. But that also, like I said, that's what makes me very anxious around whatever that fucking party though, man. Thank God you were there. It wasn't bad. Like you see me, I'm sweating just talking about it. You know. Well, you know, like uh, I'm always trying to figure out this balance of like a suburban night and the rock and roll kind of guy, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just just did another interview, and I was saying, um, 
Like I'm like the artsy friend. So yeah. like uh you know, I fit in with everyone, but I'm still like the artsy friend. So like when I see like another tattooed guy, I'm like yeah. I feel right toward them. I'm yeah. like, Oh salvation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, real, like, I'm like this guy knows what it's about, you know? Yeah. And uh you started talking about um a comp at the party, but I really didn't want to discuss it because I wanted to get you down here to talk about it. Oh, a compilation record. Compilation. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, Com- yeah, we're on um it's called uh, A Piece of the Beast on uh, Sunken Temple Records. It's actually Matt's label. Matt and uh, Matt Gordon from Kaiju Dai Senzo. Mm-hmm. He has a label, Tokyo Fist Records. So they both put together this fucking compilation. And it's all bands that all know each other. It's weird. All the bands that are on it, all their past bands we used to play with. So it's like everybody's current band current shit together you know what i mean on one and it's really really fucking good you know what i mean it's really good all the bands are fucking ridiculous man goes back to that whole loyalty thing and yeah especially like i don't know if you know it's like when you go like see like a small scene every uh scene has their own little fucking whatever like you if you're gonna go see Madball, you know you're most likely gonna see agnostic front you know what i mean like kind of like that like yeah, so yeah. like Back in the day, like, you're going to come see us, you're probably going to see Cheryl's Magnetic Ore or see Rahim or uh, we'll be playing with Race Bannon, you know what I mean? Like, like it was all friends, you know yeah. I mean? We made sure it was constantly like that. So this comp is just like all those bands, and there's so there's so many good fucking bands on it. Like Edgar and uh, Kaiju Daisenzo is on it, Heat Maps, fucking... Uh, Shit, man. Pembroke. I say Pembroke already? No. Third Kind. The People's Temple Project. Th- that that song, the People's Temple Project song on this fucking thing, is my favorite. It is fucking ridiculous. It is so good. It is so good. They. I, <laughs> I don't even know the guys. Like I, 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 I met them uh, when they played with uh, Edgar and Te- uh, Kaiju Daisenzo at uh, Mr. Beery's a couple of years back. Whatever, and it, they blew my mind because they sound like everything I love about screamo and hardcore from the '90s. Like it sounds exactly like late '90s fucking shit. You you would swear it was on fucking like Mountain or fucking. It's just fucking. They're so good. They're so fucking good. I love them. You know what I mean? But that's when that comes out. That's the fucking track, and it's so short. It pisses me off. It gives me a hard on, and then they take it's a fucking tease, <laughs> such a tease, because it's such a good song. It's so beautiful and haunting. Like, oh man. And those guys are a little bit of a, a new group to your circle. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I, 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 I never even heard of them. You know, what I mean, like I said, uh, when when Kaiju with Daisenzo was playing with Edgar. That was Edgar's first show since 90 fucking 7 or some shit when they got back together. They hadn't played in fucking 30 years. Like, that's insane yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Not there, like 20-something, whatever. Still fucking nuts, you know? <laughs> so I was there just to see them and Kaiju, but Kaiju opened up and then that band People's Temple Project, and it blew my fucking mind. I couldn't fucking believe how good they were, and they were like kids you know what I mean? Like, and like, I, I mean, not like kids, you know, like they're, you know, to me, they're, you know, they're half my age, but like, I look at them, I'm like, God, it's so fucking good. They're such fucking good musicians. It's fantastic. And it, it doesn't even, not even that the music is really good, but the emotion, 
is there. You know what I mean? Like, you felt it. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, true screamo. Like, you felt everything. It felt like they're sitting there... Like, it's like they're ripping their fucking heart out of their chest and they're showing it to you. Like, fucking look at this. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm looking at it, man. You know? It's so fucking... I'm, I'm drenched in sweat and just out of fucking anticipating whatever they're going to play next. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm... Back on the the comps, I'm sorry. No, that's all, that's all right. I mean, yeah. I like to move around anyway because yeah. my ADHD. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> I, get, I get excited about that. No, no, I, dude, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, so you're willing to expand your circle? Yeah, I I, I am. Yeah, of course. Do you, you know think that I mean? comes? Like, like I said, I'm not. I don't think everyone. Not everybody that I hang out with thinks that way. I'm talking. That's the way I think. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like. Cause, so like, cause I'm not exactly the most normal individual. Shit, like, okay, so I keep thinking about how like there's all these little small pockets of like uh, hardcore screamo. Like, I'm trying to figure out how do we pull the make the pool bigger to yeah. support each other. Well, you know what it is is um, I I was just talking about this with Messina last night and uh, this guy Bob English who is the singer of Edgar, right? They were talking to me about shows back in you know mid 90s late 90s right and how it was different and you know and i know that sounds ridiculous because you always got the old guys like oh shows were so much better back in the day blah blah blah. but in their fucking case it's fucking true you know what i mean because they tell like they tell me like all these shows and like like you'd have shows that like what would make it bigger, right, is instead of having every show where, like, you're going to a hardcore show, it's going to be nothing but hardcore bands. You know what I mean? Like, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you want to fucking jazz it up. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day, like, they're telling me, they're like, they went and saw, like, a show. It'd be, like, the Warp Weevil Wobbles and fucking VOD and Antioch Arrow. All on the same show, you know. What I mean, I don't know if it was Antioch Arrow, but like that would be like yes. the type of show, you know. What I mean, where it was, it was all screamy shit, but it was different types, you know. What I mean, like that's what would expand it, you know. What I mean, the problem is, is everyone has my problem, where they're like, oh, it's just gonna be this. We're gonna be in this circle, and it's just gonna be these bands, and everyone else can suck a dick. Everyone's gotta stop being so goddamn close-minded about other genres of hardcore metal or fucking screamo emo whatever you know i mean it should all be like when you put on a show it should be a fucking variety of that you know i mean stop fucking separating the scenes yeah i mean like but like i said i don't know nothing i'm just a fucking drummer when is uh the comp uh coming out uh the end of the summer i think i think it's either gonna be july or august at least that's that's what matt Matt tell me that's what the words on the street (laughs) yeah you know and then I know that in September I think we're gonna there's gonna be a I think it's September I could be wrong whatever Uh, we're gonna be playing two nights at Vitus again and it's gonna be all the bands on the comp oh awesome and I think at that show there's like uh, we're gonna have limited edition vinyl that's gonna be sold just at that show of the comp or whatever. Awesome. So all the bands that are on it, you know, we're, we're supposedly we're headlining both nights, I think, which is kind of weird. <laughs> you know, there's the anxiety again. But uh, yeah, and we're going to have bands like Third Kind, Pembroke, 
People's Temple Project, Kaiju Dicenzo, Faithless, Herjaza. You know, I mean, like, oh, fucking, they're so goddamn good. And of course, Christ Head. I don't know why I didn't mention Christ Head. They're fucking great. They just made the cut. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> great, man. Our that's our friend Base Gods, man. Man, he's a fucking maniac. You know, I just we, we started jamming with him recently. It's fucking. That's gonna be fun too. Oh but, shit! Uh, is the the song that's on the comp? Is that also gonna be on the new album coming out? Yes. Yeah, it's a different version of it though. Okay. Like a different recording of it, and uh, we actually recorded it back in 2010, right before we broke up again. We, the the recording. Sound is it sounds a lot better on the record. I'm not saying that the one that's on the comp is any different. It's just the one that's on the comp is very cleaner. You know what I mean? It's very, oh. uh, it's less raw. It's like polished. Okay. But for us, it's over polished. You know what I mean? Like not in a bad way. It's just like that doesn't really represent us. You know what I mean? So we made it different the way we wanted it. You know. So who polished did the polished version? Colin yeah. Marston. And he plays uh, in bands like Gore Guts and like all this other shit. Like he's a real like death metal guy. Okay. And he recorded that or whatever because we didn't have time to go to Kurt uh, Blue back then who did our record because okay. Kurt Blue's in Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. And he did the new album. Yeah, he did the new album. Colin Marston. Marston. Pardon me. Colin, if you listen, doubt it. We'll just but, go with Colin. You, yeah, you, go you with said Colin. it right that one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did three songs with him. While we were recording, I found out my friend had died. And after that, we just stopped playing. Whatever. Like, I didn't even care to play. Like, whatever. So it wasn't exactly, it didn't come out exactly as we liked. Like, I know Adam wasn't really too happy with some of the vocals. I wasn't really happy with my drum sound. You know what I mean? But like we we just rushed it. You know what I mean? And half of us couldn't be there for the rest of the recording time. Okay. You know what I mean? So, but uh, and then after that, like I said, we just didn't talk. Like we literally recorded it and then stopped talking for ten years. Jesus. <laughs> nothing and no, nothing. Like I said, no animosity. Whatever. Just, it was just one of those. To, everyone fell off. You know what I mean? Got submerged in your own life. Yeah. Like a lot of shit, you know. So and it's crazy. And in ten years, you got married, had a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you're a little yeah, busy. <laughs> and the last, the, the next thing I know, Adam calls me out of the blue, right? Yeah. The uh, guitar player, singer, whatever. Hi, how you been? I know it's been, you know, eight years since I've talked to you. You know, what I mean, like, like holy shit, fucking Adam, I fucking missed you, man. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't talked, but I knew Adam was like, like we, we see each other on, the, like, the computer and shit, like, but not, like, hang, you know, yeah. or talk on the phone, nothing. And he calls me up out of the blue, and he's like, listen, Repeater Records wants to re-release our album. They want to pay us money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, fucking cool. Um, what do we have to do? Nothing. <laughs> they just want to pay us to put the album out. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's fucking great. Let me know. You know, I mean, we started, whatever. That's how it started. Awesome. And then next thing you know, we started talking more. And then it led to, yo, man, we always had that song. Let's fucking record that and put it out. Come on, let's just do it for the fucking fun of it. And everyone's like, fuck yeah. We get into the studio, we do everything but that song. <laughs> you oh, know what no. I mean? So. Sorry about that. No, don't be sorry, brother. Life. Amateur you move. Know? Amateur move. 
ah, stop. You know, it's not bad at all. So that was, that was the way we ended up talking. And not even just like a gospel thing. Like I mean, like on a friendship level, you know. I fucking love those guys. I love them. Yeah, I honestly fucking missed them. Like yeah. a lot. I really did. You know what I mean? So when we all got back together, it was like, and everything seemed to just like pick up where it left off. But it seemed like everyone, it was different this time. You know what I mean? We weren't like, uh, I, I, I can't even explain it. You know what I mean? There wasn't no like cloud around it. Sometimes it felt like there was a cloud because like we all was just like angry about something or like too tired or whatever. This time there was like, it was like fucking meeting each other fucking for a picnic in the sunshine. It was nice, you know what I mean? And it's still like that to me. I don't know if that sounds super sensitive or whatever. I don't care. But, like, when we first met up, it was the nicest, and it felt so good. Like, like that. it felt like a, a breath of fresh air. Because, like, on top of playing together, like, I genuinely love the guys. You yeah. know what I mean? But on top of that, I think they're the fucking best musicians. You know what I mean? I know everyone says that about the, their own band whatever but like i genuinely love playing with them because they bring out my playing a little better like i want to play the best i can to try to catch up to them because i think they're that good you know i mean if i play with anybody else i suck for some, i'm just horrible you know i'm not the really a good drummer you know what i mean like it, it all depends on who you play with you know what i mean like i play with anyone else like i try but i fucking blow with them like they give you that want to be like, I gotta be really good because I don't want to suck compared to what they're playing. Like, like, forgive me if I keep going back to it, but no, like, it's okay. What you know, when you're with three people, when you guys are around each other for long periods of time, for a long time, and then you don't see each other, it's kind of like, kind of like a breakup of a family to me. You know what I mean? Like, I consider them. You know, more than just like band, I consider them brothers. I really do. Like, like even if we never played again, you know, what I mean, mm -hmm. just having them in my life makes me happy. You know, what I mean, because yeah. I think they're real. They're fucking great people. Yeah. I think they're also fucking some of the smartest dudes I ever met. You know, what I mean, like, you know, they're also the biggest music snobs. You know what I mean? And I, lo <laughs> I, and I love them for it. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're, they may be snobby about their music, but they're so open-minded about music. They like to listen to anything, as long as they think it's good. You know what I mean? Anything. You know, they're not like, well, those dudes like, I only listen to fucking, uh, listen to straight up New York hardcore, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like that type of cat. You know, you're like, dude, I, can't, I, I love fucking hardcore, but like, I'd like to not have to listen to Cro-Mags every single day. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to change it up. You know what I mean? Like, they make fun of me because like, I'll listen to like, like, Portraits of the Past, right? And then I'll go to fucking uh, Genesis. And then all of a sudden, one of my favorite records, Yanni Live at the Acropolis fucking fantastic but everyone's like dude that's fucking stupid and i'm like no it's not look at his hair it's flowing it's beautiful you know and the music's fantastic but like that's what i love about them they're so open the music is like you know like i said uh i don't even know they're just great fucking dudes man
Thank you for listening. There's links in the notes if you want to listen to gospel or get more music. Just click on the links. Thank you, everyone.